1: Hello and good day, this is Dr. Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your concierge of better living here at CannabisRadio.com and all over the digital airways, wherever you're hearing us. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, sharing, liking, all those fabulous things you do online. It's great to have you with us again. It's a wonderful show coming up today. It's something that I think uh, many of you are gonna be interested in, I am definitely. This is something that we talk a lot about education. You know, This whole platform, our show here, what I do out traveling and lecturing on stages is all about education and uh, about, you know, as I say always in my show, it's about working together for a better today than yesterday and hopefully a better tomorrow than today. And it's interesting, I'm setting up myself to do a, a, a talk on uh, cannabis and psychedelics for the, nat- the New York Naturopathic Association um, annual conference. And these are for doctors and healthcare professionals that are trying to learn more about psychedelics and. Uh, even still more about cannabis, especially in New York, as cannabis is becoming more and more available and the industry is ramping up in that state. But, you know, I think no matter what we do, education is going to be uh, imperative no matter what industry. So it's super exciting today to have my guest, Matt Stang, CEO of Corp, uh, talking about Meet Delic, the world's first premier psychedelic and wellness edutainment event and expo um coming out in vegas november 6th and 7th and it's for newcomers veterans and i'm sure health practitioners alike. matt thank you so much for coming on great to have you on the show today
2: thank you so much for having me
1: yeah i mean I, i've been reading this press release about I think burning man meets ces consumer electronics show and i'm like that's a great description off the bat you know like you know, been to both of those and uh, uh i think people really need to get integrated and interactive when it comes to this new or renewed uh Psychedelic experience that we're going on through right now.
2: Yeah, sure. So it, it's at a place called Area 15 in Las Vegas. It's this incredible, uh, hundred plus thousand square foot um, immersive experience they've built out. Um, it's it's really amazing. Uh, the anchor tenant is a, a, a immersive artistic experience called Meow Wolf. They're really famous for their Instagram experiences in um, Albuquerque, and this is their first uh, non Albuquerque experience. Uh, and, and it's just, it's almost amazing how beautiful the setup it is and, and really how they've, they've taken, um, you know, this, this space right off the strip and turned it into this burning man esque mall. I I don't even know a better way to describe it, but there's art cars, there's, there's zip lines, there's ax throwing, there's, there's stuff like a, you know, halls of mirrors with crazy, lights and, and sounds, and then our event is is happening um, in a, a room that is motion mapped, uh, three-dimensional immersive visual experience, so there's, there's like uh, screens all around the entire thing, so you get this amazing almost virtual reality experience sitting in the space, um, so it, it, it's really almost indescribable, unless you've been there, that's what makes it so cool, right, you, you know, to want to go out and and experience something when you get this feeling when you go to a place that this uh interestingly done and special it really changes your perspective
1: well that's i mean again i'm I'm excited for it i mean i understand this immersion feeling for those that have not experienced psychedelics at all they shouldn't feel uh overwhelmed or intimidated by this it's a really nice way to introduce in a safe environment i think one of the things i'm teaching about on this upcoming course i'm doing is about set and setting you know something about where psychedelics are, are being utilized uh what, what what impact where you're at you know both physically and and, and mentally and emotionally can have on your experience these, these are all kind of important things music and you know how music can play a role in your experience and obviously visuals as you say an immersive experience so i think it's really amazing it's hard to describe as you said but to get people to go out there and come to this event like i said november 6th and 7th in las vegas will give people a chance to get kind of uh, no put of hand, hands-on in in that respect so
2: yeah exactly what, what we're really excited about is you know having this this space with a hundred experts from across the world of psychedelic business science health wellness um you know activism I, I really think it's the biggest cross section of of the psychedelic movement that anyone's ever seen and the largest event of its type. So it, it, I think it's a really incredible opportunity for people to learn more. Um, and as you said, I, I think it's, <coughs> we've seen people from across the spectrum coming. So people who are in the business of psychedelics, people who are uh, in the health profession, people who are entrepreneurs looking for new opportunities and avenues to build. I think it's just, it's it's such a interesting moment um, where this this formerly gray industry is going white, you know, that it's fully going above ground. And there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of states, municipalities, cities that are uh, legalizing or decriminalizing psychedelics. There's a ton of work being done at the uh, FDA level uh, for, you know, new molecules, novel molecules being created and pushed through for uh, uh, you know, psychiatric care, for mental health care. And it's, it's just such a huge opportunity to get in on the ground floor. And I, I know having you know, been there for cannabis over the last 20 years, as it, as it grew from uh, you know, an outlaw culture to one of the largest industries in the country, I think there's, there's a very real opportunity in psychedelics to build something um, really incredible.
1: No, and and I agree with you. But I think it's interesting that you brought that up. That most people, if you don't know who you know Matt's background or you know Matt's story, you're basically one of the earlier pioneers when it comes to the cannabis industry, in the sense of especially education, information, you know, being hands-on in an industry that, uh, and you know that was, you know, still underground uh street level i like to say the gray that gray area um and we've seen in the last you know close to 20 years uh, cannabis coming out of the dark and starting to become regulated and, and legalized and we expect hopefully federal federal changes coming on soon and to see that immersion uh, or that that growth from the cannabis industry and now you see a lot of even cannabis industry you know successes going now into like yourself going into psychedelics into this space because it's just connected I don't want to say it's there are two separate industries that one's hopping from another they're intertwined into um natural compounds and safe compounds that provide a different perspective or open our minds or and realistically like you said John Hopkins and, and other areas are are doing research to justify therapeutically there's benefits not just for you know, people talk about getting high or or partying or recreational purposes, but there's a tremendous amount of, of research and more and more building evidence of therapeutic benefits. And, and for me, that's really special and, and, and powerful in itself, so.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I think when you look at uh, where cannabis was uh, 20 years ago, there wasn't nearly this level of actual research and science behind it, right? I think because of the way that it was classified and because of the way the government wouldn't allow folks to study it, The the scientific research was really scarce on the cannabis side. It was all apocryphal data. It was all, you know, folks who were brave enough to do studies themselves on themselves. Um, With psychedelics, the the data is incredible. The, The research institutions, the top research institutions in the world, like you said, Johns Hopkins, Harvard, Imperial College of London. There is just a tremendous amount of research and the numbers are staggering. You're talking 70, 80% efficacy where people who were unable to get better from their mental health disorder are now, you know, markedly and verifiably better one year in from doing these psychedelic treatments. So you have, you have like a, a real change in how people can heal themselves and you have a transformational set of substances so I, I just think you know it's hap- it, it's not only coming out of there but you see it coming in the media with newsweek putting it on the cover and 60 minutes and cnn and every one of these mainstream you know new york times said this is the future of uh psychiatric care it it's just it's really happening right now but i i think the change is gonna keep magnifying over the next couple of years because there's a mental health crisis in this country. I mean, the baseline for this is that, you know, the, the suicide rate was four times higher than it had ever been last year. You have you have a, a really humongous number of people who have some form of anxiety, depression, or PTSD, and the current crop of pharmaceuticals don't help, right? So you have you have millions and millions of people just in this country who are untreated and unhelped and need some form of treatment, and they need hope. And I think that's what psychedelics can give if done properly and given with proper care and and proper oversight. I think it's a really incredible uh, change agent for the world. So that's why we're here.
1: I love it. I'm with you as a naturopathic doctor and studying all the different gifts of nature, plant compounds, the fungus, and so forth, but doing it with certain insight, with scientific validation and research uh, to guide people through their journeys with health practitioners and therapists to it to address mind and body. All these things are where we're going to see more and more uh, interaction, integration into everyday society over the next several years. I agree with you. And there's so much more on this to talk about. We're gonna take a quick break. I hope our listeners don't have any major anxiety issues because there's a lot more of exciting stuff to talk about with Matt Steng, CEO of Corp. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back at this brief message. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at cannabisradio.com.
0: The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace progressing toward the Green Peak. Each week joined Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The, the Green, Green Peak, Peak with Richard Zwicky. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the concierge for Better Living. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: All right. and We are back with Matt Stang, CEO of Delacorp. And we're talking about this resurgence, this uh, revolution when it comes to psychedelics and all these plant compounds. And you know, I say that because even in my research for this upcoming lecture, studying the, I call it roller coaster ride of LSD. And I don't mean that from the actual experience, but its own kind of legal framework and acceptance in society, how it was discovered, synthesized raved about utilize labs everywhere people using it it was just all the rave and all of a sudden politics or whatever opinion perspective changed And next thing you know they're shutting labs down and arresting people and dec and criminalizing it and now you're starting to see things like this coming back up um i think a lot of it has to i mean i'm a big fan of microdosing and anything in regards to even using cannabis and thc starting low getting your body accustomed to it or feeling getting used to the experience and then you know if you want to titrate or use a higher dose but micro dosing is a huge uh, opportunity when it comes to wellness care here in the united states i think that we're going to have a little struggle with the 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 you know more is better attitude of america's <laughs> you know the supersize me attitude that micro is not a bad thing um one of the things i wanted to bring up matt you you were basically you know foundational in high times magazine and and, and educating, you know, the masses around cannabis for so many years. And cannabis is is simply one plant, although very diverse, multiple compounds, lots of nuances and so forth. How does that compare? Because people always say this compares. well, cannabis was this, now we have psychedelics. But for me, psychedelics is a category, multiple different compounds, multiple different plants, different things, where cannabis is Cannabis, one plant. So, how do you look at this from a categorical or, you know, educational or content perspective? How does that break down for you? I know Delic is really focusing on the wellness component of it all, but where where do you see this kind of in comparison and differentiation?
2: That's a great question, um, and I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that uh, you know when you look at psychedelics, it's so broad. Are you talking about LSD? Or are you talking about 5MEO-DMT? Are you talking about ketamine? Or are you talking about psilocybin? And then within those things, there's compounds, you know, uh, psilocybin mushrooms, there's a 160 varieties that I've seen categorized with different effects and, and different subcategories. So it's, it's a real, I think it's a category that has so many different opportunities and so much different, um, you know, efficacious kind of medicine, right? So you look at, you look at how people interact with a plant like Ibogaine, um, and Ibogaine is not an enjoyable experience, right. but it is it it absolutely does clear people's physical addiction, right? You have you have these substances that are just so powerful and so differentiated and have so many different uses that I, I think we're just scratching the surface. I think the psychedelic revolution has so much more to go. And, and look, I think cannabis is incredible and the entourage effect and, and all of the things that we've discovered in the last 10 years, as people have focused their time and efforts and resources into it has been staggering in the, the way that you can package it and the way you can get different experiences and the way you can balance different cannabinoids. But still, that's one plant, right? And this is, this is dozens of different molecules with hundreds of different ways that it can it can be sliced and diced, right? So you're talking about uh, thousands of different ways that these these molecules can help change people's brain chemistry for the better. And that's that's really, I think, what you're talking about and what's so just hopeful, right? It's, it, it, it's when you talk about you know 20% of the population of the world has one of these forms of anxiety, depression, PTSD, OCD, uh, there's the total addressable market is in the billions, right? Who need some form of help, and and so I, and it's definitely a not one size fits all kind of situation. It it's it's one of those things that really leaves you so hopeful, or leaves me so hopeful that there are ways to help people. This is for me incredibly personal. My wife has an anxiety disorder, so. You know, the reason that that we at Delic have pursued ketamine therapy so aggressively and we're now the largest uh, purveyor of ketamine therapy in America, uh, she, she had this anxiety disorder and nothing would ever help, none of the standard pharmaceutical kind of options. And she found ketamine therapy about three years ago and it's changed her life markedly and she's now able to feel okay and not get into that anxiety spot that people deal with all the time and I, it, it's just so powerful and amazing to see a loved one changed like that and i just i really want to give that to the rest of the world i think it's so important
1: that's great and i mean i'm happy here she's doing better and, and thank you for sharing her personal story it's something i mean uh my buddy zappy zaplin has been out there telling the stories and Doing with celebrities to just to draw the attention to it, but it works for everybody, you know. When given the opportunity, I, I love again health practitioner guided. I love the ketamine, um, you know, therapies that are being brought out there more mainstream, but with health practitioners kind of supporting the process, um, it, it's pretty crazy. And, and you know, when you start thinking about all these different solutions that have been out there or available that we now can research and and, and I do say experiment in a safe way. Um, the potential of these plants and 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 fungi and other compounds. I know in the U.S., a lot of Americans are just starting to you know reawaken to this opportunity. I mean, I grew up ten minutes from where Woodstock happened, so I have to say there was a lot more of this going around where I grew up. But I mean, over in Europe, we have the Beckley Foundation, which you know I've spoken with them many years ago, and have been doing research for years and years, and 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 David Bronner and his crew and maps and all these so we have a lot of great things happening right now i just want people to understand that while this seems to be exciting today and and there's you know it may seem overwhelming there's some you know we were i keep telling you in my talks that we were only really di- discovering as scientists vitamins okay in the early 1900s you know the b vitamins and b complex people are so comfortable with today uh and have an understanding about um we're only like really identified in the 30s and 40s, so not that long ago. And then in the compounds in cannabis around that same time and into the you know 60s. And so some of these compounds well, these, you know, may not be hundreds of thousands of years, and some of them are thousands of years old, like mushrooms. We just got to find that right set and setting. And we're gonna have to work and be patient. But I mean, it's just so exciting from a healthcare practitioner and just someone that believes in wellness in general to see what we have here as potential in this space. And I love what you're doing in what I said, edutainment education um and bringing people together through events like this and, and meet delic is definitely going to be one to keep an eye on for sure
2: yeah and and i love zappy zappy's actually coming out speaking with lamar odom at our yep. event so uh, we'll have we'll have a fun thing around his transformational journey from uh, you know near-death experience in vegas coming back to talk about how psychedelics have, have saved him from addiction and trauma and i think that's just such an important message for people to hear that someone who went that close to the edge, it really came from uh, underlying traumas that were never addressed. And he went through Ibogaine therapy to, to sever his addictions and then ketamine therapy to deal with his, uh, his anxiety and depression. And it's, it's just, uh, you know, you see someone who's, who's gone to the brink and come back again and, and is willing to tell that story so beautifully. I think it's, it's just really important. And, you know, that's, That's part of our message is that we really want to help mainstream psychedelic wellness and let people know that you do have an option (laughs) that when you feel, you know, a lot of people, they get hopeless when they can't seem to get out of their malaise, out of their uh, depression, out of their PTSD. They feel stuck. They feel trapped. And that leads to, you know, terrible outcomes. And I, I think it's just so important that we, we help bring this message to the world that there are options and that help is on the way. And that, you know, the FDA is in process on uh, psilocybin and MDMA therapy. And we think that's a year or so out and ketamine already exists and is widely available. And, and we think there's just so much um, great work that's being done. Just like you said, you know, it's, we are still just not really understanding the brain. We're still like, you know, Cavemen pounding on rocks, trying to figure out what the heck's going on inside of our brain, and I think having this, these novel compounds, these substances, um, and and really doing the real scientific work that's been going on, uh, is is changing that understanding of the brain and allowing us to find so much better and more hopeful manners to to allow people to feel better. And I, I, another piece of this is there are a bunch of people who are on um medication that they don't that they're not happy with that they don't like that has tons of side effects and they're looking for alternative means when you talk about you know cannabis and and plant medicine and how that's a, a natural kind of correlation in psychedelics i think it's very true people you know are really looking for alternative means to heal themselves that don't include taking uh pharmaceutical drugs that have uh highly negative Side effects and hard, you know, physical kind of actions on your body. So I, yeah. I, I think that's a huge part of this.
1: For sure. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, whether intended or not, I don't want to debate the big pharma, but the idea that some of these medicational options are not making them feel better, making them and very often feel worse and bringing a whole slew of side effects and negative, you know, baggage with it. When we start to present options and alternatives like this in a much safer, and more and, and more effective way, I, I think we're seeing a societal shift to that, you know, that want, that need, and that that desire to to get that alternative into you know, and, and have that option. I think it's great. And and again, like you where you saw the trends in cannabis years ago. You see these trends in psychedelics today. And and uh, I know we're just getting started. I, I kind of say like, you know, where psychedelics are back in the infant stage, maybe cannabis is a, still a toddler. We're not, you know, we're barely even walking right now. Or you know We're just so crawling. <laughs> exactly, exactly. People, people think it's already, it's done, we're good. I'm like, no, 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 so much more to go. And so with that, we're gonna take one more quick break because we still have a little bit more to go with this show. We're gonna come back with Matt Stang, CEO of Corp, after this quick sponsor moment moment, and uh, don't go anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here on CannabisRadio.com.
0: The concierge for better living will continue in a moment.
1: Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah.
0: Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the concierge for better living only on cannabisradio.com.
1: And we are back. This is Doc Robb, your host, with my guest today, Matt Stang, CEO of Delic Corp. And we're talking about psychedelics and this. Resurgence, and I, I really just am excited about this Meet Delic event in Vegas. I hope to be able to get out there. I've got a lot of stuff, unfortunately, going on right now, timing-wise. But I know there'll be more of these events. So, I, as much as this might be the inaugural one, um, this is just the beginning. As I said before the break, we're in the infant stage of this industry, and I'm excited to see someone with the experience you have, uh, and you and your wife and your team partnering to to build this out and bring a good wellness, edutainment type of focused experience. I think. One of the things for me, as an anthropologist, as a naturopath, I think we still have to have appreciation and respect for the our ancestors, the shamans, the herbalists, the 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 the, the, the you know the medicine people of of ancient days that brought us to this point today too. Uh, we see ayahuasca, for example, you know people racing down to Peru and doing you know ceremonies with shamans. But now I hear there's like thousands of ceremonies daily in LA County. You know, um, so you realize you know, we need to kind of keep that in mind i feel it's one of my notes out there as i have a little box to stand on is like just try to keep a mindset of the the spiritual connection the relationship back to the earth the the shamans and the healers that helped us bring this forward and um you know always have an open mind to learn more and i think that's really what meet Doug is going to be all about open mind come out experience it and, and learn a little bit there's a Great panel and a great list of speakers you got there. So, really excited. Yeah, exactly. And
2: we're, we're really excited to have just a, a multitude of viewpoints and voices. You know, we're, we're, what we're trying to do is present the kind of scope of psychedelic thought and discourse today. So, we, we're really looking for people who want to express all parts of it. So, as you said, you know, honoring the indigenous peoples and the, the ceremonies and rituals that come before, also honoring the the science and, and data that comes ahead. You know, I think it's it's all of those things are very important. Looking at it from a wellness perspective, looking at it from a medical perspective, uh, looking at it from a just a transformational uh, lifestyle perspective. I think all of those things are really part of part and parcel of what psychedelics will be and how they're affecting the world right now, but also how this transformation process will move, right? I I think, you know, for me, we're at a tipping point and and it's very unusual to be able to say that. But, you know, I said that three years ago when we founded Delic and, you know, it's clearly true. The the change has accelerated every every three months or so since we founded it. And, you know, when we first founded it, people were like, are you on drugs? Now they're like, that was a great idea. You were ahead of your time. Right? that's what happens in a tipping point people really don't see it unless looking backwards um now i think it can be said very clearly that that, that change is accelerating you know seattle just legalized ethyogenic plants uh, last week it's the largest city to do so i, I think there's just going to be more and more of these different moves both the the uh, state and uh, local level uh, decriminalization or legalization of these substances and the uh fda and and other regulatory body acceptance of novel molecules for medical purposes and the confluence of that is a a a space that allows people to look at these things and change their life right you you talked about microdosing that's one of those things that you know there's folks in phase two clinical trials for different um anxiety disorders and social disorders uh with microdosing but then there's also tons of people who are just using these products uh for their own let's say benefit right so yeah. it, it's trying to understand where that goes and how and I, I can't obviously predict the future i just know that having helped blaze that trail with cannabis there's a lot of folks who have now accepted that many of the tenants of the war on drugs were incorrect. And so once you accept that, you say, wait, why, why would we be uh, taking our resources and criminalizing folks who are doing something that we know is medically beneficial? Right. That makes absolutely no sense, right? So that's one. That's A, do you want to spend $100,000 a person per year to keep someone in jail for having mushrooms? Probably not. <laughs> um, uh, and then, then the other part is, how do we create a, a safe and well-regulated system for people to experience these things without the issues that kind of, you know, tanked LSD, like what you talked about. There was, there was a, you know, you can't not acknowledge that in the sixties people got a little wild and out of control. And, and there was, there was a usage that went beyond its, its beneficial use and turned into negative um, kind of dark, stuff, Right, and and if you look at that, you say, well, here here's what really sets it apart. You just create a tight and well regulated marketplace that encourages people to use it the right way. That gets taxes. That that keeps it. The supply lines clean. That keeps people from uh, putting uh, products that are dangerous or unhealthful into people's bodies. And and you can have. You know something that actually works. You look at what Oregon just did with psilocybin, and they're going to have therapeutic use that come into effect next year, and allows people to to go in and see a a therapist, but not necessarily a doctor, and have an experience. Well, you know, I think I I know from folks who are coming to our event that the, the same similar stuff is being proposed in a couple of Western states because they have similar ability to go to the ballot box to change the laws. So there will be changes to these okay. things. And, and I think it's gonna be really transformational in how people people interact with their mental health. And and that's, you know, Delick's belief is that there's this great opportunity to help build that out. And, and we're gonna build the largest chain of uh, psychedelic wellness clinics. We already have the largest in America and keep expanding it. And I just want it. to have a a
1: place for people to go and
2: safely experience fully legal, FDA approved treatments for psychedelic wellness.
1: I think it's a great vision. I'm excited to to hear about. It. We're going to learn more about it. We're going to keep you kind of come back and talk more about the clinics and more of the things that are going on. Um, you know, my organization I helped found, uh, Mr. Psychedelic Law, here in Florida. We're working on some cities here in Florida to decriminalize psilocybin and other efforts. Um, an educational and regulatory framework kind of approach. I think it's gonna happen all over the country and beyond. And I think it's great. So for those that uh, wanna learn more, I know that you do, uh, check out Meet Delic, go to the conference in Vegas, uh, you know, follow social media. Meet Delic on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, you know, shoot me any questions, and we'll keep this conversation going. Matt, thank you so much, say, for joining us, for sharing information, and for doing what you're doing out there in the in the health and wellness world. Appreciate you, and uh, we'll have you back on again soon.
2: Thank you so much, Rob. Have a great day
1: you too it's been my pleasure as always thank you so much to brasco my producer my team at canvas radio all my fans followers listeners and even some of those haters because they keep you going forward i wish everyone as always all the best in health and happiness take care and be well